0: We've got five head coach job openings in the NFL. More could potentially come. The Jaguars not firing head coach or GM, but assistants on the way out the door. And a big shakeup there is Jim Harbaugh coming back to the NFL. All that and more NFL draft notes coming up on today's Peacock and Williamson. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show, Brian Peacock, alongside Matt Williamson, as always, at BD Peacock, at Williamson NFL. By the way, hit us up on Twitter. Get involved in tomorrow's mailbag episode. You can also drop us a question on YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed up like all the everydayers are that we love so much here on the Locked On Podcast Network, on YouTube, or everywhere you get your podcast, your team, every day. That's what we're doing. We're coming at you every day here on Peacock and Williamson. On the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. All right. A lot of talk about playoff teams. And we're going to make picks into yeah. the, the week here about playoff teams Matt and sure uh we'll get tons of questions about the playoff matchups this weekend. Wild card weekend coming up, but let's talk about the teams that had may- maybe a little bit less luck this year. Those top 18 teams in the NFL draft, the top of the draft order is set pending playoff action for the rest of those teams for that NFL draft order. A lot of coaches fired, so we've got a lot of interview requests already out there, teams deep in off-season mode, getting to work on that stuff. And we still have five head coach openings. Nothing ha- nothing else happening after Black Monday. There's only two more additions to it. So mid-season, we had Raiders, we had Chargers, and we had uh, Panthers, head coach opening. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Commanders and the Atlanta Falcons were added to that. And it sounds like the saints will not be added to the list that that's the latest out of no. new Orleans is that Dennis Allen's job is safe. I thought he might be on the way out as well with the whole Jameis Winston thing and, and how that ended there. When you're, when your quarterback is, uh, is, is not following your plan on the football field, that looks real bad for everybody involved. So that's, <laughs> the 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 fact that they're hanging on there is really interesting. We'll talk a little bit more about the Chicago Bears and there still could be some head coach firings. It doesn't all have to happen on the day after the sure. NFL season, but uh, the Jackson- New England's yeah. looming. you know, yeah, the New England. There's meetings. In yeah. fact, I think that are happening Tuesday morning, and we'll find out what what that's uh, all about. And, and Bill Belichick kind of put the ball in in Robert Kraft's seat with his post. A season interview with reporters he was basically you know he's kind of like it made it sound like he wanted to stay but it was up to ownership there which is kind of a smart move on his part it's like okay yeah, why don't me and continue to pay me and i'll double dip for a season uh you know making make robert Kraft be the bad guy in this and not bill belichick saying oh i want to be out um you know so it's gonna have to be a mutual parting ways there in in new england if it is to happen and that could still happen this week or next week or 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 whenever but it should happen soon here because these teams need to go start to compete for the next guys that are going to come in and you know then there's Vrabel and the tennessee titans so a lot of those things still looming with head coach jobs we still have five openings and we're gonna go through some of the head coach interviews and and probably get some clues to who the next group of head coaches are going to be in the nfl but one shakeup is happening here tuesday is the jacksonville jaguars and there's a statement from Head coach, Doug Peterson, who is not fired, but he is changing a lot on his staff, it sounds like. And I don't know the exact names yet here, but this is a statement from Jacksonville Jaguars head coach, Doug Peterson. Since our season's end, I have made the difficult decision to relieve several members of our coaching staff, the both on the offense and defensive sides of the ball, of their duties. I want to thank each of these coaches for their tireless efforts the last two seasons. Ultimately, I felt change was necessary to allow our football team to reach the goals for which we are capable. So GM Trent Baalke, head coach Doug Peterson, they are scapegoating everybody else in the organization, but the decision makers still in play for the Jacksonville Jaguars after a disappointing season,
1: Man, So the Jags, just to refresh people's memory, if we go back 365 days, week 18's in the books, the Jags felt a lot like the Texans do now. We got our young quarterback, got out of this bad coaching situation, all this purgatory hell we've been in, you know, during the, like the Watson years slash, you know, the uh, all the terrible times in Jacksonville. We're going to be the powerhouse in this division for a long time. Look out, Bills and Chiefs. Here we come. And... They were okay, you know, but they basically fell on their face during the second half of the season and became right there with me and with the Chargers and maybe even the Eagles as the most disappointing teams in the league, certainly during the second half of the season. Well, that doesn't sit well. So, my hunch is the ownership from Jacksonville went to GM and coach and said, well, I'm either going to clean house, or you're going to clean some house, and your seats are going to be really hot. You, you know what I mean? Like, and, and well, we'll keep our jobs, and I'll get rid of some coaches. And some yeah. people,
0: sorry guys, I'm not, gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to lose my job. So you guys are out.
1: Not going to quite fall on that sword, and they're in a perplexing situation because they have a lot of bad contracts. You know, guys like Ridley's contract is up. I sort of insinuated this yesterday and I didn't mean it to come out the way I did because I really think Lawrence is a star uh, and is not part of the problem and really is the majority of the solution to be honest with you. But he did make a lot of mistakes this year. You know, I mean the people around him made a ton of mistakes. I think they led the league in drops, you know, I mean things of that nature. So I think you just have to do everything possible to make Lawrence as comfortable as possible and go from there. But they're they don't have a lot of buying power, and
0: Lawrence was banged up at the end of the year as well. That coincided yeah. with that kind of losing streak that pulled them out of playoff contention. So you know some bad luck involved, and they the Jags did have to overpay for, for some free agents a couple of years ago. Well, Absolutely. and now's the year where some of those uh you know some of those. The, those, those contracts, contracts
1: are, are like, going to hurt you,
0: yeah. Yeah, the, the money goes up at the end of the backloaded, and you know money's going up at the end, and now you're like, oh, well, we were going to cut this guy for two years, but we still need talent at this position, so what do you do? You have to go back into it and cut the guy, and then have some dead cap money. And so, yeah, um, you hope the young talent that you've been drafting is ready to go. You have your star quarterback, and I agree with you that Trevor Lawrence is not part of the problem, but um, they, they, they do need to go back to the drawing board, offensive line, uh, continue to build the weapons there, and it seems like they have something good going with ATN and an Ingram at tight end and running back. So that's good. Do you want to bring back Ridley? Do you like what you saw there? Mm-hmm. You need a number one for sure for Trevor Lawrence. So do you go to the trade market? So a lot of decisions to be made there and now a new coaching staff, uh, at least from the assistance standpoint to try to help that all come together on both sides of the ball.
1: Yeah. And you got some good young quarterbacks in that division led by Stroud and the Colts are promising. So I'm not going to lump Levis quite there, but you know, you better at least keep up, you know, and you thought you had the the star of the group and you might not, you know, that went from a a weak division
0: where cool. We got our quarterback Mm -hmm. to, Oh no, everyone else might have their quarterback and they might've already caught up to us. So uh, that's a really interesting division. It's going to be competitive and, young quarterbacks and we'll see how you know two of them have developed already two more could develop into stars as well in in levis or anthony richardson and so um really interesting division there going forward in the south josh allen as yeah. well the pass rusher is a free agent up this yeah, year yeah for uh for the jaguars so big expensive yeah. made and some money is going to be need to be spent and uh they're gonna have to get creative with the cap i think to, to do all the things they need to do this offseason
1: Mm-hmm. So this is a crucial, crucial time in their development because uh, often in this league, when you take a big step forward, you take a step back. You know that that plexiglass principle is always in in play.
0: Beware Texans next year, by the way. <laughs> right, right. It's not as easy as it looks. No, you don't just always keep going up. And they're already going to start interviewing your assistants after one year and <laughs> start Houston. stealing your dudes. Yep. Well, let's talk about that. Some of the interviews for coaches. A popular name is going to be Jim Harbaugh. Congratulations to Jim Harbaugh. On a national championship, as he said, after the game, uh, he gets to sit at the big boy table with his dad, former coach, and his brother <laughs> him, in the Super Bowl to win a Super Bowl ring. Is Jim Harba coming back to the NFL next? Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. The NFL regular season wrapped up now, but still time to get in on all of the action with FanDuel, with NFL playoffs, draft props, which are maybe my number one favorite thing to bet on at FanDuel. Love me some draft props. Probably the best percentage of um, money uh, bet to money made when I do sports betting is those draft props. And I like to get on the draft props early as they pop up. So check those out at FanDuel. That'll be growing all the way through April. And, uh, of course, you can still bet on the next coaches and who's going to be hired and who still could be fired off-season bets for the major league baseball but we're in season with nba nhl uh tons of other sports every sport you can think of you can find it at FanDuel and get into the action and right now new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed and all you got to do is place your first five dollar bet that's 150 bucks in bonus bets win or lose on that first five dollar bet at FanDuel. Parlays. Uh, there's a new explore tab on the website. The app is super easy to use as well. Uh, explore new bets, the parlay hub. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. That is fanduel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.
1: VP, while you were reading that wonderful FanDuel uh, uh, live read for us, I was mm-hmm. being rude on my phone. Because I have some massive late breaking news Ooh. while we're on the air. I'm excited to talk about the national championship game and Harbaugh and all that. But Mike Vrabel was just fired.
0: Wow, there it is. Okay. Per Adam Schefter. Yep. We pontificated on that fact uh, <laughs> five minutes ago. And now it looks like that is the real deal. Okay. So Mike Vrabel is now one of the. Fired coaches. Yeah. In the Stick NFL with the AFC South theme here. Ray you White. know,
1: there's shake up in Tennessee. Wow.
0: And new oh see, and there was rumors of some blow-ups internally there in Tennessee. And uh and Vrabel yeah. maybe not on board with Rand Carthon, the new GM that was hired last offseason. And uh there was a, a report that that Vrabel had asked ownership for somebody else to be maybe a team president in charge of everybody and take the decision-making out of Vrabel's hands, which is really inter- interesting. You don't hear head coaches say that. And, and so really interesting there, obviously a disappointing season for the Tennessee Titans. Derek Henry might be on the way out and everybody seemingly unhappy with the way things
1: are going in Tennessee. And wow, that's a big one, Mike right? fired by the Tennessee Titans. Got there in 2018, four consecutive winning seasons at that point, and then this year didn't go so well, obviously. I mean, there was – a couple years ago, they were the number one seed from what I remember in the AFC, you know, when Tannehill and Henry and those guys were rolling and A.J. Brown was still there. And um, But I get it. I mean, you brought this up. I mean, when Henry had the microphone at the end of that game, it just felt like a farewell tour that – Tannehill, Henry, maybe even Vrabel knew at that point that we're going on a massive youth movement. You know that no more signing DeAndre Hopkins type moves and trying to put band-aids on this thing. It's going to be Levis and young guys galore. If he wants, though, I think he's going to be hired tomorrow. I mean, there has been talk about him going to Ohio State, though. But um, I mean, what if what if Harbaugh not at Michigan and Ohio State? I mean, like uh, there's all kinds of angles here.
0: Oh, yeah. Vrabel can't go to Michigan, though.
1: Vrabel's not go to Michigan. No <laughs> chance. They do not no hire Ohio Vrabel, Vrabel could go, though, is
0: not back home to Ohio State, but back home to where he was a little bit later than that Vrabel. in the New England Patriots. And so maybe yeah. this is one of the dominoes there, because uh, one of the other reports and rumors that you hear out there is that, uh, that Vrabel's someone that that Robert Kraft really loves. And so maybe that's the natural movement that happens here is if Rabel goes back to New England to start the rebuild there rather than rebuilding in Tennessee. And then with the number three pick in the draft, by the way, which we'll get to in a second, and then yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill Belichick goes elsewhere. Uh Fascinating stuff. I, and I that, think
1: that's the direction it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, and we've heard that the Chargers commanders are among teams, the, the Panthers as well. I don't know about – I mean, it would be great for TV. The power struggle between – Tepper and Bill Belichick, could that work? I can't imagine Bill Belichick well, I don't know about being that. cool with Tepper walking in and telling him who to draft. I, I don't know. I, just, I, I can't see that one.
1: So a couple things that are pure speculation more or less. I would think Tennessee would now be in the market for hot young offensive coordinator, like steal the Texans or Lions guy, somebody mm-hmm. like that, develop Levis, especially Houston, steal their dude. You know what I mean? Like that would make yeah. some sense. I was listening to Mike Lombardi's podcast yesterday, and he did not report this. I don't want people to go crazy because they're good friends. He was GM with Belichick, but he mentioned, you know, Atlanta cleaned house. And the way he phrased it was, they might be fishing for a whale. And his co host said, like, Belichick? And Lombardi kind of didn't refute it, you know, and I've, I've been thinking about Belichick to Atlanta ever since
0: interesting interesting as the nfl world turns, turn. uh, just got a little bit more interesting on this tuesday fantastic uh for uh our content here yeah you, you, you hate for you know these coaches to lose their jobs and families have to move and all that stuff but uh wow. might be
1: happy about it i mean this way you might, yeah, uh, might want to know it's it yeah, like yeah.
0: happy so yeah um go uh go sow your oats young man let's see where it yeah. ends up and I, and I think he'll end up with a with a head coaching job um so we've got, uh, I think, multiple whales out there. I, I, I still, if I had to guess, I think there's a better fifty, better than fifty percent chance that Bill Belichick's name gets added to that list. I, and I, I think it's like eighty percent out there. Uh, yes. Jim Harbaugh is a whale, absolutely. he no He's on his way back. Now we have Vrabel added to the mix. Speaking of Jim Harbaugh, I'm going to go through the list here of. Uh, interview requests from those jobs that are open. And uh, I'm sure we're going to hear a lot of these same names for the Tennessee Titans Mm -hmm. when we hear what coaches they're trying to interview. Let's start with the Chargers because the first name on the list is Jim Harbaugh that they're rumored to be interested in. They put official requests in. Uh, and, and when it comes to NFL coaches, you have to officially request it. So, you know, with a, with a college coach, it can be more backdoor dealings with Jim Harbaugh. You don't have to have that paperwork in with the, the team that you're trying to request an interview from, from some of the assistants. But to go with Jim Harbaugh for the Chargers, a name we're going to see on every single list. Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson has been requested by oh, yeah. the Chargers. Uh, Aaron Glenn, defensive coordinator for the Lions. Uh, requested interview there for the the open vacant head coach job for the Los Angeles Chargers. 49ers defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes, Ravens offensive coordinator Todd Munkin, Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, and Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris. I'm just going to go through all these because we're going to hear a lot of these names multiple times. The commanders list again, Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh, Lions offensive and defensive coordinators Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn, Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris ravens dl coach anthony weaver good player in the league uh uh, i didn't know he would be on head coach yeah guy. Yeah, absolutely um ravens defensive coordinator i think will be a popular name that could be uh you know there's a harbaugh connection because he came from michigan as well is uh mike mcdonald has done a fantastic job with the ravens defense this year texans offensive coordinator bobby slowick and cowboys defensive coordinator dan quinn that is the commander's interview list right now for head coach the panthers interview list you got brian callahan from the Bengals offensive coordinator again you have ben johnson lions oc you got ted uh todd munkin ravens oc you got bobby slowick texans offensive coordinator you got david canales who's the buccaneers offensive coordinator uh you got frank smith who's a name that i think might be somewhat popular that a lot of people don't know about the Mm -hmm. offensive coordinator for the miami dolphins frank smith is uh, on the Panthers list. Then you got Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris, Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald, Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. Then you go down to the Raiders, Jim Harbaugh, uh, and then obviously, <laughs> obviously have the interim in Antonio Pierce. So unless you get a whale, you're not moving off of Antonio Pierce. I can't imagine. I wouldn't the Raiders. Think so. And there's uh, you know there's been long uh, ties there w- with Jim Harbaugh with the with the Raiders as well. And so uh, those are the head coach interview requests. We've got a lot of familiar names on the GM side as well. A lot of Adam Peters from the 49ers, a lot of uh, Eagles assistant, uh, um, Alec Hallaby. a lot of Ian Cunningham, Bears assistant GM. Um, There's, uh, I mean, a ton more names there. Uh, Raiders GM, Champ Kelly's on some lists. So uh, Ed Dodd's Colts assistant GM is one guy who's been connected with Jim Harbaugh because they were together on the Raiders staff back in the day. Uh, so those are some of the most popular names we're seeing on the GM side of things.
1: Yeah. Interesting. I mean, you mentioned the whales in the coaching world. There's some, I mean, there's some blue whales, Belichick's a blue whale, but there's some smaller whales too, in my opinion. I mean, like McDonald with the Ravens and uh, ben, Johnson. The ben, Johnson. Ben, Johnson, right, ben Johnson, right. Right. he right. will
0: be a head coach. It's a matter of no work. doubt. Yeah. No doubt.
1: No doubt. I, I kind of. Maybe we should go to break. And I know that the Vrabel news just screwed up our whole plan. And some of this might have to drift into tomorrow. But I, I do want to talk a little bit of national championship. I want to talk about the Harbaugh connection, their defensive coordinators, all that good stuff. Then the quarterbacks last night, too. You know, so. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. look,
0: we have all off season to talk about the NFL draft stuff as we well. We do. We do. I can with the NFL draft if we can here today. But uh,
1: yeah, big news here breaking
0: Mike Vrabel fired by the Tennessee Titans. More on the coaching carousel next. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The easiest and most exciting way to play DFS, and it's just you against the numbers with Prize Picks. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and and sharks in the pool, as well as you play these huge DFS leagues, it's just you against the numbers. It's just you against those Prize Picks stat projections. All you do is you pick more or less than those stat projections on Prize Picks up to two to six players. And watch the winnings roll in. Win up to 25 times your money this football season, this basketball season, this upcoming baseball season at prize picks. Just pick two or more players and turn 10 bucks into 250 bucks. And with basketball season here, you go combo projections as well with some of these playoff games. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey, 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions that day. All you got to do is go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL or download the app and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app or go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL, all lowercase, for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right. Uh, national championship. Let, let's, let's finish up the conversation with Jim Harbaugh and okay. uh, the job he did, and uh, you know, kind of a thorough win by the by the Michigan Wolverines there. And, and really, they stymied a, a really good Washington offense, and, and that's what stuck with me. That game was like 13 to 24, two hours. It was like these teams can't score, and especially Washington. And then the dam kind of broke, and, and Michigan rolled away with the win,
1: they did. And so, Michigan's. Has two pair has a pair of running backs that are both going to the, going to be in the NFL and are probably like day two type picks, and we know they have a big time line and the way they play old school Harbaugh Bears football of the '80s and you know big Big Ten linemen, et cetera, and that to me was a very a very important component. More and more, I watch JJ McCarthy. The less I look at him as a surefire first rounder, you know, franchise quarterback type. I mean, he throws everything on a rope. They don't trust him to make a lot of throws they play it close to the vest I mean uh, he doesn't blow me away Penix on the other hand had been blowing me away and yes it's only one game but they tied him in knots I mean he looked disheveled he looked he was throwing I mean his accuracy he threw five or six balls that he just always completes and didn't in this game and it brought me back to some things in that It's fresh on my mind because the Steelers just played the Ravens, but the Ravens are the best team in the league, and they're very topical, and we just talked about their defensive coordinator, McDonald. What happened, and I love this, is McDonald was an assistant with Wink Martindale with Baltimore, and Harbaugh, Raven Harbaugh said, I have this superstar assistant, Michigan Harbaugh. Why don't you take him off my hands for a year? Make him your defensive coordinator, and then I'm going to fire Wink, and you ship him back here to the NFL with one more year of seasoning in w- with the Wolverines. Went great for the Wolverines. Their defense is awesome. He comes back here and is a superstar, in my opinion, defensive coordinator for the Ravens and might be a head coach in a month. But meanwhile, that Michigan defense has the same influence. I mean, they look like the Ravens defense, just tying people in knots, you know, good players everywhere, but they, they don't have – the best player in the league. There's not Micah Parsons out there and Penix looked like NFL quarterbacks look this year against the Ravens.
0: I, w- what I saw was a Michigan team that didn't run their offense through their quarterback. And mm-hmm. I saw a Washington team that did run their offense through their quarterback, but he was stymied by a really good defense and that nullified what they were going to be able to do on offense and made him go. Yeah. Sh- there's a lot of plays where Penix wanted to go deep. He's looking for it, looking for it, looking for it. Now there's pressure. It's like, I just got to get it off short. And you're watching the game. You're like, man, get, you know, get the ball out past the sticks. And they just, they just couldn't get it done. Couldn't so do. you got to credit the, the Michigan defense there. And
1: real quick to interrupt, it felt like he was double clutching, wasn't playing on time. Right. And to me, yeah. that just spells coordinators showing him things that he didn't like seeing. And then he starts getting hit and didn't like it. And if you recall, mm-hmm. I, re- I compared him to Philip Rivers. Now, I'm not saying he's a borderline Hall of Famer, but that's good and bad. Like, he didn't get out of the way particularly well. You know, I mean, he's that's getting relieved. hits. And, yeah, and I'm sitting there thinking, am I using the 10th pick in the draft on this guy? You know, a great passer, but that was a step backwards. That's all I'm saying. It needs to be evaluated.
0: Let me ask you this, then. Uh, let, let's go. Let's do this with the, the draft order. So we have the top 18 picks that are set in the NFL draft, you know, be, the the, te- the 18 teams that are not in the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Those teams are. I'm going to read them off for you, and then I'm going to ask you a question about those 18 picks, Matt.
1: Okay, cool. The,
0: let, let me ask you the question first. You think about it while I go through the team. So this is the top 18 picks in the NFL draft after the regular season. Do you see... J.J. McCarthy or Michael Penix going in any of these selections? Number one, the Carolina— One thing I want to stop
1: you before you go, because right. I meant to say this just a second ago. From what I understand, Michigan Harbaugh— I always get Jim and John mixed up, so I don't want to call them the wrong names— it adores McCarthy, adores him. If he ends up somewhere, Vegas perhaps— I think McCarthy has a good chance to be his first-round pick. Just throwing that out there. They may be a package deal at some point. You
0: know, Interesting. And we'll, we'll get to those Raiders. They're at 13 okay, yeah. overall right now. I will say this about Jim Harbaugh. And it's where he really shines as a coach. He, he, He makes his players so confident and I think some of it is when it comes down to it he'll be like yeah never mind I'm gonna pass on McCarthy here but you know he he my he, oh, right. confidence while he's there and is public about it as public as possible that that's one of the things he's really good at doing and his players run through a wall for him um you know and his his offense right. coordinator was, was crying after winning a game for him when he was out like that's 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 his superpower as a head coach so we'll, we'll see when it comes pick 13 which might be the reason you say yes that one of, or both J.J. McCarthy or Michael Panics do get drafted in the top 18 picks. Here are those picks. The Carolina Panthers won. The two, three, four, all four win teams here. The, the strength of schedule won out for the Washington Commanders to pick second overall. New England Patriots are going to pick third. Arizona Cardinals are picking fourth. Then you have the Los Angeles Chargers with the fifth pick in the NFL draft. Six through 10 goes like this. New York Giants, Tennessee Titans, Atlanta Falcons, Chicago Bears, New York Jets, Then you have 11 through 18 is the Minnesota Vikings, the Denver Broncos, the Las Vegas Raiders at 13, New Orleans Saints at 14, uh, Indianapolis Colts are picking 15th, Seattle Seahawks 16, Jacksonville Jaguars 17, and Cincinnati Bengals are the 18th pick in the draft. There's five of those teams with nine and eight records, and uh, the strength of schedule worked out that it's going to go Saints, Colts, Seahawks, Jaguars, Bengals 14 through 18 there. So at least half a dozen of those 18 picks could be quarterbacks, Matt. And there's going to be conversations about all the quarterbacks and all the spots that they could go when it comes down to it in April. Do you think JJ McCarthy, and Michael Penix, are one of those 18 picks?
1: I need to study Bo Nix more. And again, please don't put any of this in stone. I'm on, you know, step three of my uh, draft prep, you know, where three I'm comfortable talking about process. Yeah. Three out of 10, basically. But there's a lot of landing spots. I mean, that's without question. I absolutely think May, Williams, and Daniels have a chance to not only go or guaranteed, basically in the top 10, but I think they could go one, two, three. I mean, like, yeah. I think that's a possibility.
0: I think the most common is to have those three guys go one, two, three, which means yeah. all the other teams that need a quarterback – might have to go a little early, might be jockeying for position. The Raiders might say, Man, we mm. can't get J.J. McCarthy in the second round. Do they have to go round one?
1: That's what I mean. Like, all of a sudden, we just know how this works. You know, that so many examples of quarterbacks on January 9th were not sure fire first rounders, but by April, everyone on the planet knows they're going. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I would bet in the top 18 at least four, but the line would be at four and a half. I definitely think two go in the top three. That's unbelievably conservative. And maybe three go in the top three. And then Arizona and the Chargers or Marvin Harrison, neighbors, one of the tackles, you know, and very happy about it, you know, sticking with Kyler, sticking with Herbert. And then the Giants get interesting at six. And then there's a lot of spots where it could happen after that.
0: If the Bears, we don't have a conversation to go deep into the Bears stuff and, mm-hmm. and we'll have plenty of time to do it.
1: Well, we'll talk so much about it. Yeah. <laughs> I happen
0: to think the Bears are gonna go quarterback at one. I do too. If the Bears are picking at one, it's gonna be a quarterback. If not, it's gonna be a trade into that spot, right? Or so a quarterback. Yeah. So a quarterback is going one. It's just a question of whether or not the Bears are making that selection
1: at one mm-hmm. or not. I'd be shocked if they keep Fields and draft Harrison.
0: At one. Oh, yeah. That, one, that's right. The, the least just, likely scenario of all. Exactly. Of they exactly. It, they can use it on a non quarterback. They keep it. They use it on a quarterback. They trade out someone else's mm-hmm. draft in a quarterback
1: there. So um, we have tons of time to talk about this, but I definitely think Washington takes a quarterback at two. We don't even know their head coach. Yep. We don't even know New England's head coach, but I think that that's when it gets interesting. Is Jaden Daniels worth number three, or should we sign Kirk Cousins and draft Marvin Harrison? You know what I mean? Something like that. Right.
0: Yep. Or, or are they moving into the top two? Exactly, Those types exactly. of things could be happening as well. So uh, fascinating NFL draft, tons to get into with that. That is the look right now. The top eighteen picks going into the playoffs. Uh, your questions at Beauty Peacock at Williamson NFL on Twitter. Drop a question in the YouTube comments, and we'll hit up our Wednesday mailbag and we'll see if any other coaches get fired, any big shakeups in the NFL before tomorrow's episode. Then, of course, we're going to be previewing and making picks for wild card. NFL playoff weekend all coming up this week on Peacock and Williamson.